Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocates, where we help dads create a healthier and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval. I am your host today. And we're going to be talking about a somewhat sensitive topic, and that is anger. There seems to be a lot of uh, misunderstanding and misconception around anger. And we're going to talk about how, talk about that, but also talk about how anger can actually be something that is beneficial to you if utilized in the right way and in the right manner. But before that, I wanted to, to share a new feature I have up on the website at thedivorcedadvocate.com. And that is a divorce quiz. This, this quiz is really fantastic. It's a quiz that I use in the Dad's Divorce Blueprint. And what it, it's called the Fisher Divorce Adjustment Scale. And what it does is it helps you to kind of sense where you are at in, in adjusting to going through your divorce or post-divorce uh, compared to others who have gone through it. And they uh, use this, it's been used for, for decades and decades and millions and millions of people have taken it. So it's really, really fantastic. It breaks it down in six different categories and can definitely help you kind of see where you're at and potentially be a tool for you to help uh, learn and sense where it is that you might need to do a little bit of work. So go to the divorcedadvocate.com and click on divorce quiz. It'll take about maybe 10 or 15 minutes to go through. And then if you'd like, we can uh, also schedule a time to talk about your results and uh, see where we might, uh, might help you in making the adjustment to your divorce. So check that out. Now, on to anger, anger, anger. We hear a lot about anger these days with uh, particularly around men and quote unquote toxic masculinity or he's got an anger problem. We hear that uh, a lot of the time too. And the challenge being is that anger is simply an emotion. And what I think we don't get, and maybe society uh, in a general or on a whole doesn't get, is that it's not a behavior. Anger is an emotion. Now, what you do with that anger then becomes the behavior. But the anger in and of itself as an emotion is not any better or any worse than any other emotion that we go through. And we've talked about it before, uh, particularly when we're talking about uh, sadness and having sadness, that it's okay to have these emotions. It's how you process the emotions and then what you do with the emotions that makes or breaks, if you will, uh, the opportunity that you have to, to utilize these emotions because these are coming up in us for a particular reason. And we're gonna talk about triggers a little bit later, but something triggers this. It could be something from a childhood experience or another experience that we had or a relationship or whatever it may be, but these are automatic responses that just happen in us. So that's the same with anger. It's just an emotion. Now, it's a strong emotion, right? It seems to be very extreme, but it's not bad. Anger can actually be utilized if it's, if, if, if it's done in the right and proper manner to identify things in a relationship or be able to communicate uh, feelings that you have uh, in a relationship. And it could build a deeper and, 
a stronger foundation for that relationship, whatever that relationship might be. It could be a parent-child relationship. It could be a love relationship. It could be a work relationship. But if you're feeling these emotions come up, that's a good thing. Just be cognizant of it. And we're going to talk about the three phases of going through uh, anger and, and, and the best way in which to do that. But before we do talk about that, let's talk about anger in the context of grief also, because grief and anger are very closely related. And we talked about this, I think a little bit in the grief episode we had uh, months ago, that these are, these are highly correlated. Sometimes you're going to go through grief and experience anger because anger is one of the five steps of grief. It's the second step after denial. But sometimes you're not going to go through that denial stage. You're going to go right to anger. And you'll feel that anger before you even realize that you're going through grief. And so if you are angry, you find a lot of angry feelings, emotions coming up on, on often. Recognize that it might be that you are going through a grieving process and that that is part of the grieving process because you can go through that grief process. You can go through the denial. You can go through the anger. You can go through the other three steps and have worked through it. And the, the anger subsides because you've done the grief work on one particular part, for instance, the ending of your relationship, maybe the, the grief work around that had the anger came, come up, dealt with it, and then that subside, subsided, except that you had another angry emotion come up, which is okay, because maybe you haven't grieved another part of whatever it is. It could be another part of the relationship ease, uh, even. It could be the part that you were a father all of the time. This was a big one for me that I needed to grieve, that I was a father 100% of the time, and then I was a father, I, I'm still a father 100% of the time, but I didn't have parenting time with them 100% of the time, it was in 50% of the time. So I had to go through the grieving process around that. And part of that grieving process, the second step after denial was being angry about that. And so just, just know that if you work through one ang angry emotion that comes up and you do it in a healthy manner, doesn't mean that all of your anger <laughs> is gonna go away and that you're not gonna have another angry emotion ever again that these triggers come up to make you pay attention and to understand and look below the surface and behind the, uh, you know, behind what it is behind that emotion so that you can process it in a healthy manner. So let's talk about the couple of types of, of anger. One of those is going to be a divorce anger, which is going to be really extreme. There's very strong emotions that we're going through during this time. So the divorce anger might be very, very extreme. You might be just very upset and very angry and that is okay. And then there's just everyday anger and annoyances that we have throughout the day. Irritation, somebody irritates us, somebody says something, makes a comment, whatever. Those are just two different ones and we can handle those probably different ways. Um, and so that first step to processing that is to accept that it is an emotion, identify that it's an emotion or that is coming up. And just like when you're happy, it's okay that this emotion comes up and that you identify that you are angry. Now, when you're happy, you never have to go, why am I so happy? This is just terrible. It's really you know, interrupting my day or my life. Anger is different, when, obviously, because it's 
maybe a little bit, a little bit stronger, and it's going to throw you off kilter a little bit. So just identify it. And after you identify, just accept the fact that an, an, an angry emotion came up. Now, that's the key is identifying and not just having an automatic behavior response to that angry emotion. So that's where this becomes angry behavior, right? Or, or violent behavior or irrational behavior or whatever the behavior is behind that angry emotion. Identifying it and stopping is a good thing. And, and similar to what we, talk about, what we talked about with, with sadness is if it's an appropriate time, then take that time in that moment to try to feel what that emotion is and let that anger come up. And so you can, you can let that come up if you've got the time and that's an appropriate um, uh, venue to do that. But if it's not, do something along the same lines as we talked about with, with sadness, which is maybe you just need to take a minute and count to 10 maybe do some deep breathing, maybe go for a walk, something that's going to just bring that emotion level down. And I think they said that, that the emotions last for something like 19 seconds or 20 seconds, strong emotions when, they, when you get that initial trigger, right? That they only last for something like 19 or 20 seconds. So if you get through that, and you take the time to go for a walk or breathe or take a, a bathroom break or whatever, if you're in a, in a position or a place where it's not a good time for you to process this, uh, this angry emotion, do that and then come back and put it on a shelf, put it in a box, put it on a shelf, whatever you might need to do, buried in the sand, but just make sure that you're going to come back to it to work through the next steps of it. Because if you just bury it and you don't do anything about it, or you just suck it up, or you just try to plow through it and grit your teeth, it's going to come up again for sure. And what happens is if it keeps coming up at some point, it's going to catch you off guard. And that's where that angry emotional behavior, which is an outburst, just, you know, a, 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 an automatic outburst from that emotion is then where things are, are bad, where it's not a positive experience. It's not doing something positively uh, with that uh, emotion. So just try to recognize it when you recognize it, accept it that it's okay. Don't judge yourself. We all have it, right? It might be more extreme right now because it's a divorce anger and there's a lot of stuff coming up that makes you angry, but we all do it every day. We've got that everyday anger, the irritations, the, you know, the annoyances, all this stuff. So that's still a same a, a form of anger. So just know that you're not alone. We're all going through it. Everybody, men, women, women, old, young, we're all going through it. Now, the important part then is that second step, which is how do you process that uh, and learn a positive way of expressing that anger? Now, this can, this can vary many, 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 many uh, different ways. And you can do things if you just need to vent and get something out physically, like, um, you know, just punch a pillow. Uh, one could be to just go to a remote area and scream your head off. You need something to just vent some of that anger out and just do something. Some people use exercise for uh, venting through anger and let that emotion come up. They recognize it, they accept it, and then they'll go do some physical exercise that just they pour all of that emotional uh, angry energy into 
to, to be able to get it out. Some people like to listen to music real loud and just dance, right? You could just dance or whatever it might be for you to get that like physical uh, trigger relieved, like a pressure valve, release of that pressure valve so that you just feel more comfortable about it. And then if this is an emotion that you've identified that is something that would be beneficial to uh, then talk about with somebody. So maybe somebody said something to you that, um, uh, that triggered something. And you know, these triggers can be uh, unrealistic expectations, they could be frustrations, they could be uh, interference, disrespect, abandonment, whatever. We talked about uh, some of these, these um, uh, adaptive behaviors in uh, in previous episodes, just ways that uh, we respond to stuff that we just learned when we were children that helped us to get through our childhood. So something might trigger something that is an automatic behavior. But what you want to do is you want to cut that off. So maybe, you know, you learned from your uh, one of your parents or a family member how to respond to that angry emotion in an inappropriate way. Maybe it was yelling. Some people yell, right? They just have that emotion come up and then they're immediately screaming and yelling and flying off the handle. Unfortunately, some people just become violent and they just do violent actions, whatever that may be, as a response to that angry emotion, stopping and understanding that you're being triggered is incredibly important. And then just being okay and recognizing that that's what the, that's what's happening. So, you know, you want to figure out how to release that anger in appropriate manner, screaming, yelling at your kids, probably not going and screaming, yelling into a pillow would be awesome because it's getting that physical, you're expressing that anger out if you still have that inside of you. So then the next part is expressing that anger, right? So you want to express that anger in a healthy way. And these can be, um, if you wanna just express that, if you don't wanna express it to somebody, you can express it yourself. We talk journaling all of the time, right? It could be, I am feeling uh, messages or I get so mad when messages, you can write those out to help you process because what we want to do is we want to get to what's under, what's the underlying issue. We want to understand what it is that brought that uh, emotion up so that we can go forward and then understand, under, you know, create a feeling about that and do the work that, that we need to uh, in order for this to be a positive. So this part is you know, expressing this is helping you to then identify, oh, okay, maybe it was how somebody said something to me or in a disrespectful way. And that triggered me to be angry because that's how somebody else had talked had, uh, had talked to me in the past. And, and this is an emotion that comes up and this made me, uh, this made me angry because I am fearful that I'm Re recreating this relationship, for instance. And so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a positive then because you're identifying and expressing yourself what it was or what it is. Um, now, 
it's if you can, and if it's appropriate in uh, in a relationship to be able to be assertive and express what these are, you can do this through the nonviolent communication manner, right? You can express what it was, the action that came up that then made you angry, that you, know, you then felt angry, and then talk about what you want to do going forward and, and why that's important to you. And this is where it can be an incredibly, incredibly powerful tool, particularly in, um, in the context of relationship because relationships always going to test us, right? So somebody's going to do something or say something or something's going to happen that is going to potentially bring up these triggers, one of these triggers, whatever it might be. And we're going to have these emotions. They could be sadness. They could be, they could be fear. They could be happiness or they could be anger and that's okay. And then if you can utilize that and, and then express that to the other person ab about what you want to change and how that would help benefit both you and the relationship, then that is a positive to build that foundation. But this is where you need to be assertive, right? You need to take ownership over the emotion. You need to understand and look in the mirror and say, okay, this is me having the emotion. It's not somebody else. Now their action will trigger this emotion, but you own the emotion. It's incumbent upon you to be able to figure out how to handle it, identify it, accept it, go forward and handle what that, uh, what you're going to do with that. So it takes, it takes immense ownership uh, around that then to be able to utilize this in a healthy manner and not bury it. So then it can, you know, it can lead to increased intimacy in whatever relationship you have through this ability to, to communicate and, and talk about that. And then the goal ultimately at the end is to be able to um, you'll learn ways to minimize that anger and let it all go because we don't want to have this all the time. And like I said in, in the beginning is there may be things if you've never ever learned or were uh, utilizing inappropriate ways in which to deal with it. And you've probably never had the opportunity to utilize it in a positive beneficial manner. Now it's going to take baby steps, right? Because we're reprogramming, reparenting ourselves. It takes an immense amount of uh, self-understanding and self-reflection and making sure that we're paying attention to how we're feeling and the emotions that are coming up. But then once we do this several times and we see that it comes up, it's an emotion. And now I know how to do anger, right? I know how to do anger now because it's just another emotion. So how do I get through processing that and utilizing it positively going forward? And forgive yourself and forgive the other person around what may happen because then that's going to ultimately let go any of that anger and help us to move through uh, and into the, you know, the end parts of grieving because this again is going to probably most likely i mean so again in the context of divorce probably be a component of grieving your divorce now if it's not in the context of divorce and it's just those everyday annoyances inconveniences etc then maybe it's just something 
right? But still, you're able to utilize the skill now that you have of identifying your emotions and feel what's coming up, not just having a knee-jerk reaction and a behavior that is not a positive, and then you can assess it. Is it the right time or not? Yes, it is. I go through the process of, um, of, of relieving that, of, of, uh, of getting that out, releasing it, uh, whatever it is, screaming your pillow, beating a pillow with your bat, going for a run, lifting weights, uh, dancing, listening to music loud, getting whatever it is. You've got that process now. You release that, and then you utilize the ability to express that, forgive yourself, forgive the other, and let it all go. And then once you're done this, it just becomes automatic. This anger then becomes another emotion like happiness and sad or sadness or whatever that you've utilized, that you recognize, that you know that you can use as a positive going forward. So that's anger, my friends. Uh, this was, a, it's, it sounds very easy, right? That was <laughs> so smooth and easy. Just go through it, three steps, no problem. It's, uh, it takes effort and a challenge. So be gentle with yourself. Understand this is part of, a, of the bigger process of what you're going through, uh, through all these emotions and feelings that are coming up in, in your divorce. It's okay. It's okay if you don't hit all these steps. Just try step one. Just identify it, okay? And then put it aside. And when it comes up again, but just know it's not going to go away. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with it. So the sooner you learn to to work through the steps, to make it a positive experience and a transformative experience, uh, the the better you're gonna get through, and then the healthier you're going to be going forward in working through all the rest of the of the things that you need to work through in order to to move forward from here. So, but I know you can do it if you're listening you're committed to figuring out and learning better ways and, uh, and I'm proud of you for doing that. So that is it for today. I appreciate you listen. Again, if you found some value, please go and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel or leave us a review on uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening to. We've got all the free resources, the workshops, the group meetings that are in the show notes below. Tune on in. We get more and more people every day. The show is now over 7,000 some downloads. We're getting thousands per month. So I appreciate everybody that's listening and uh, let's keep moving it forward and sharing it with all of the other uh, divorced dads out there. Thanks. Have a good week.